I'm here today with my great friend, Chuck Pierce. And by the way, I want you all to know we are practicing social distancing. He's in Texas. I'm in South Carolina. <laughs> and that's, that's quite a ways. He's quite a ways. We're safe. And, uh, you know, of course, we're, we're going to talk about what everyone is talking about right now, and that is the, the coronavirus. More importantly for us and this podcast, we, we want to talk about what God is saying in this. I, uh, I'm always asking myself in a situation like this, what is the enemy trying to do? What is Satan trying to do? And what is uh, what does the Lord want to do? And it's like Joseph, you meant it for evil. God had a different purpose. So, uh, what does God want to do in this? And I've been feeling from the time this started that this is this is all about as far as God's part in it. It's about aligning the nations for what is coming. Now, I'm not implying that He's doing it. Uh, I know it's destructive, but God always has a higher plan than what the enemy has to, br- to bring his purposes to play. So we're going to talk about that for a few minutes, and I just want to do a disclaimer right up front. I'm a little bit under the weather with an allergy situation. Uh, probably sound just a little different today, but we thought this was important enough to do it anyway. So Chuck Pierce and I have been traveling around the nation and at times the world together for probably 20 years now. He's become one of my dearest friends and uh, certainly one of the most trusted prophetic voices in the world. I've seen and heard this man give some amazing prophecies at times just literally shaking my head thinking, boy, that's pretty far out there. But I've so learned to trust Chuck's prophetic anointing. And uh, you may know, some of you would know that he actually gave a word that we now know is pertaining to this a few months back. So Chuck, why don't you just jump in and and uh, tell the folks what you said. And if you, I have the exact phrase here, but you go ahead and talk about what you were hearing, what you were sensing, and then probably I'd love to hear what the Lord has been saying to you since then, because I know you're seeking the Lord on a regular basis about this. So just jump in and then I may, I may add a few thoughts even in the midst of your, of your um, narrative here. Yeah. You just stop me Dutch. Anytime you have something to add, first of all, I want to say, I can't think of anyone that uh, I know that has put any more effort out to pray for this nation than uh, Dutch chief. So all of you listening out there, we owe a great gratitude, and uh, in the midst of your trial that you've been going through uh, physically, uh, we know you'll come back stronger than you've ever been before, because uh, probably by uh, August of this this year that we're in right now, we'll need your voice more than ever to press uh, through into what God is saying to us, and what I'll hit that a little more before I get off, and it's really a prophetic word to you that I see that the Lord, I I remember saying it to you last year, but I'm seeing it now come into play. So uh, let me me say this, you know, you've known me for years, and I, I live on a timetable that is a covenant timetable, always looking from the Hebraic. Uh, calendar about what's going on, and really not just the calendar, but the way the word is written around 
uh, feast times because the Lord always wants us to maintain a harvest mentality. Even in the midst of crisis, he wants us to maintain this harvest mentality. Mm-hmm. And so we can get back into increase. Now, that's the real issue. How will we move back into increase? So if we all are thinking that way, we're going to have some great strategies that come forth from this time of what I'm calling a divine pause. Uh, that the Lord had to put the world in some Shabbat form, just like he put you, Dutch, starting uh, starting about the same time frame in December. That's the truth. Into some sort of Shabbat. So that's how intercession works. Mm-hmm. I have really stayed focused watching you because of the Shabbat form God has put us into, saying, uh, I've got to get some things uh, uh, in order so that you have a greater strength as you move forward in days ahead. So let me back up and say, I, last year, uh, remember, I asked the Lord on January what what he was saying, and he, I said, what are you saying about 2019? And he said, plow through it. And you were gracious enough to meet me in about 26 different places and us gather the remnant together across America, all the way up into Alaska, to, uh, to really encourage uh, God's kingdom people, his watchmen and his intercessors and prophets and apostles to rise up and start watching in a new way, especially for this year that we're presently in. Now, if for you who don't know, Dutch made it all the way through that uh, that journey of going to 22 different regions. And in some of those regions, we met in two different places. And I believe the toll of plowing uh, was a, a, a great toll to plow up some things that needed to be plowed up. And so as we ended that tour... Dutch had to have some sort of rest involved because we had plowed all year. Now, since we plowed all year, where are we now since that ended uh, in in the year ahead? So then I go back to September, uh, really August of last year, 2019. In the midst of that, when I started hearing uh, what the Lord was saying for this new era ahead. Now, your brother probably has the best book on the new era ahead. Yeah. Uh, there's there's about three books out there that are so good. And let me and let me encourage all of you who are listening to this. Uh, uh, Tim has uh, a, a great book on the uh, glory era that we've entered into. And uh, Dutch has a book on the Watchman anointing that is almost a must. It's, 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 an old, it's a book that has been reissued and being reissued. And then uh, Robert and I wrote a book called The Triumphant Kingdom and how the apostolic church is rising up, not the mega church. And so those three books will help you a lot as you as you move forward. And, and I don't know how you would really, they will give you a great understanding of what God's doing. Uh, now, in the midst of it, it by September, uh, we were entering into this new era of revelation. Now, I say that because at Rosh Hashanah, is, you're, you're crossing over into 
revelation that in the first month of the year, it's God's dearest month of the year where he calls us to break old cycles and enter into what he is announcing for the future. So that always comes about September each year, and that's when prophetic revelation starts coming out. And uh, this year, uh, we started looking at the number 80, because in Hebrew, it's the year 5780. But I also started looking at 2020, because it became important that the two were aligned together uh, tremendously, like never before, because you heard what God said at the beginning. This was going to be a year where the Lord started dividing the nations and actually looking at each nation and how they were responding to him. And so that's part of this new era. Mm -hmm. Uh, There has come a time when the Lord says, that nation is really responding to me, or this nation is really responding to me. This one is rejecting me more than it's ever rejected me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this, Dutch. I think the Lord has answered your prayer, and I see this nation uh, responding to him. Mm. I see America starting to respond to him. And I see that the division is getting longer and wider, uh, and therefore people can just clearly look between the two uh, factions that are in this nation. Yes. And uh, righteousness seems to be rising. You might want to say something here about that. No, I see. I see exactly that. I've been encouraging people up until this time when I've had to pull back because of my surgery, I've been encouraging people that everything has shifted. And in this new era we're moving into, uh, it has become clear to me that God has raised up a remnant of intercessors uh, and raised them to a very high level of maturity. And I mean, I do comp- when we do gatherings, uh, we used to, when we would do these 25, 30 years ago, the, we just almost had to, lead the people along one step at a time. When we do a gathering now, I find myself thinking there are 50 people sitting out here that could be leading this meeting. And everyone, for the most part there, uh, is so in tune and knows what to do. And what that has produced, this maturity in the prayer movement and the prophetic movement, the apostolic movement, it is, it is this, we are seeing the fruit of it. We are seeing a nation turn now and as a part of that, you're you're absolutely right. We are seeing this separation, and I I feel like even the the uh, things that took place in our nation before this, with the uh, Russia controversy and the and the impeachment thing, some of this as as unhealthy as it was for the nation and for our president has been drawing this line that has become such a clear line of demarcation, and people are literally starting to understand and so you have you have this this group of people in america obviously we know where many believers are but now we have another entire segment of the population that is so tired of the direction we've been going and they're ready for change and so and some of them don't even know what that change needs to be i'm not even sure that our president knows some of the things that that need to happen even though he's always trumpeting change but 
what God is doing is preparing, setting the stage for what is coming. And, and it's, and it's, and I also been, have been telling people, this is not just for America. My assignment is America primarily, but I, I know that what God does here is not just for here. And I run with people like you who are called to the nations, plural. And so I'm very aware that what God is doing in America is directly linked in his heart and mind to what he's about to do in the nations of the earth. And, and you touched on it at the very beginning, this great season of harvest, this increase. I love what you said. You always try to contextualize things in that. And that's what we have to do. We can't, we can't uh, lose sight of the forest for the trees, to use a cliche. You know, we, we can't get so focused on this crisis as believers and intercessors that we are not, are not able to step back and say, what is the big picture? What God, what is God doing in this big picture? So I totally agree with well, you. Even, totally. Even you saying that, I mean, you, all you have to do is see and look at statistics. We've had a lot worse crisis. We've had a lot worse flus. We've had a lot worse issues. I think the issue with this is the unknown capacity of it. When you're looking at this particular uh, viral uh, infection that is being uh, changing the course of the world. It's really the unknown factor of it, and it's causing uh, God is taking this and doing something with it that's causing nations to have to reevaluate how they operate. And and that is so right. And I do believe everything that you have prayed, the appeal to heaven, all of the things that you have done. Over this last decade, now it's coming into a culmination that is key. Now, mm. let's look, let's, let me bank on what you were saying with the nation, because with that, uh, I think that's one of the things that keeps us really, uh, as we get to come together and minister together, you have such a focus on what God is doing and especially what you see Him wanting to do in America. And I'm, I've always gone to the nations and traveled to nations, especially and been called to both China and Russia. So I have a lot of background and a lot of history with what's happening there. So this is what happened to me in September. I'm looking at what 80 is about. 80 is about our voice. It's about breath. We, I started, we started sharing that here. And look at what the crisis is over, voice and breath. I mean, it, it's really what's going on in, a, in worldwide. And how will the breath of God enter into nations? Well, now we're looking at it. I mean, it was said in September. We're looking at it. And I have this long history of praying for China, usually by this time. And you know it. I've already been to China three times ministering to some key leaders in various places there that uh, helped the church advance in China. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when God visited me in 1986, he showed me China in 10-year increments. But he said this, starting in 2020, and this has never left me, and, you know, I've showed these charts before. I've even spoken at Beijing, uh, 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 in Beijing uh, with university professors over this. Hmm. Starting in 2020, 
China makes their greatest move towards economic domination worldwide. Hmm. Well, so what a watchman does then is that September, we start watching China. How are they going to make this economic move worldwide? And many people know China has bought half the world up. Right. Uh, and, and ports, uh, we've been to all those ports and uh, the trade structure. And uh, so, and then knowing what the era was about when you're talking about breath and voice, how will we listen to the voices? And what Dutch was just saying to all of you, that's how I'm discerning where God is in this nation. All you got to do is turn on the uh, TVs or listen to somebody, and you're going to be able to either hear the voice of God through them, or you're going to be able to hear the voice of the enemy trying to stop what God's doing. That's absolutely the truth. And boy, I'm telling you, it is getting clearer and clearer. So with that, one of the words linked with this decade was Passover. Pay is is the word for 80. Well, that's the same word linked into Passover. It's, it's the same facade, Passover. Uh, and so we were meeting up here, Robert and Linda and I, and, the, and some of our prophetic team in the end of August, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God fell us, and he said, by Passover this year, you will be in a real Passover. Hmm. And wow. so, I, 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 you know, we recorded it. We looked at it. We kept saying, I wonder what's going to happen with us if the Lord is saying. And we've taught on Passover, and this is what you have to understand about present truth or when God speaks. We've taught on Passover every year. We've done huge Passovers for the last 25 years. But he said, it's this Passover that my people will have to understand Passover and move across and enter into a new dimension of understanding the power of my blood because they will experience Passover this year. Wow. Now that, I had to sort of step back and say, well, what in the world is going to happen with that? Mm -hmm. So when I saw this culminating coming out of Wuhan, China, uh, I knew right then that uh, this is really the Passover where the economic system of the world gets realigned. Wow. And how we enter in as a nation uh, and, and the Lord went on to say this, and I've got an overhead. I think you've even seen it. The Lord went on to say this, that uh, there would be, um, until a move of God, he was watching how the nation would receive a move of his spirit in a new way. Now, Tim talks about that, a new move of Holy Spirit. I hear you uh, uh, just pouting it with everything you say. And and the Lord said how a nation chooses to uh, uh, enter into a new move of my spirit is how I will stop the destruction that's coming against them. I mean, see, I don't know that God sends the destruction. We're in a fallen world. I think we've created. I think we allow a lot of stuff to happen. Mm -hmm. But I know this. God can stop it. 
Absolutely. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways and pray, God can stop it. So I, I believe this Passover becomes the most turning point in history for the next move of God. And this virus will start shifting after Passover. And it will, you will start seeing nations rearranged and how they're aligned with each other. Now, I want to go ahead and say this prophetically. What the Lord had shown me in those 10 year increments leading to 2026 is that if China made this shift this year without uh, God's people rising up and praying. They would have full domination, economic domination by 2096, uh, 2026. Wow. And this is what the Lord told me, and, and Dutch, I know you've heard me say this, yes. uh, that America would end up looking like China by 2026. Now, this is what I want to say. We have a shot to make America be what it's supposed to be starting this Passover. Right. Wow. That's incredible. And I, I matter of fact, you watch it. You watch you start, uh, your, your physical being start being totally restored after the week of Passover. You watch that happen. Mm. You, I mean, I, I mean, God looks at individuals. He can focus you on an individual and show you what he's doing worldwide. Wow. You watch that start, your new strength start coming. Because if you'll remember, and this is what I'll, I'll share a little more on this week, uh, Sunday morning. But remember, after I did the, uh, Lord, what are you saying about 2019? I did the same thing in January, which I don't always do. I got down and I said, Lord, uh, you know, you were so clear last year. I don't want to miss the turn of our calendar. Now, this is what's important. When I ask him what's going on in 2020, I'm usually asking about America, really, mm -hmm. or at the beginning of a year, uh, because I've already seen sort of what he's doing in the world and with Revelation. But I started asking, I started asking on January the 1st, I said, what are you saying? And the Lord spoke as clear to me as I have ever heard him. And he said, tighten your belt. And I said, uh, but Lord, everybody's saying how we're going to enter into prosperity. And he repeated again, hmm. tighten your belt. Hmm. And he said, I, I will teach my people how to do exploits as they enter this new season. Now, hmm. that means they're going to take resources and do things with them and make them into greater resources. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And uh, it, uh, exploits are linked with miracles. Uh, mm -hmm. and, but it's also linked with exploitation. And that took me back to how certain nations are going to try to exploit their strength. Hmm. And I... You can say what you want about America. America uh, is one of the it's, pro, it's one of the three strongest nations in the world. But I am seeing America trying to 
reorder its strength and right. not exploit its strength. That's the truth. I mean, people, mm-hmm. you, you've got to see this. For us to do what we're doing right now, that's a miracle. That's a miracle in itself. Uh, I mean, because we are so, we have been so materialistically driven, and now we're pulling aside and saying, whoa, let's look at this. Let's mm-hmm. reorder this. Let's pull our workforce into a rest so we can move forward. And so what's going to happen, what this is about, when the Lord said, tighten your belt, I, I knew he was saying economically, there has to be a great shift right now. So, uh, so as we cross Passover, I believe actually we are at a new place. Now, I'm going to go to my word over you. I remember walking up and giving you this word, and the Lord said, Dutch, gird up your loins. That's the same phrase as tighten your belt. Mm-hmm. Gird up your loins because, and it was a phrase that the Lord used for uh, um, Elijah when he was battling Jezebel. Mm-hmm. And it means gird up your loins, get, get a new strength around you with truth so that you have the strength to run the race to overthrow what needs to be overthrown. That's where you're headed. Because God said that to you last November. I remember walking up on one of the stages and then saying, it's the same place our nation is headed. Interesting. And uh, when you look at, in the Bible, there's two phrases. We just just found it this week. Anne was digging through some things. It says, uh, loosen your belt. And do you know what that means? And God says, I will loosen the belt of nations. That means he will make them lose their strength. But what God was saying to America in January was, tighten up your belt and you'll gain strength for the race ahead. Same thing he's saying to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think China has had a great strategy in in, in all of this. I, I don't think we can stick our head in the sand and just think, well, there's just a virus sweeping through the world. No, it's more to it than that mm-hmm. because people will take advantage, Satan will take advantage of the moment. He'll, he'll try to change times and seasons. He'll try to wear us out. Right. And uh, China is really looking to gain advantage economically, but it's more than that. It's philosophical, it's, and it's how we worship. So I just talked with leaders, uh, sent a message this morning to leaders in China that said, what God is looking at is how the voice of the kingdom of God comes out of China. Mm-hmm. And so how are you going to rise up with the right message and the right move of God that can affect, can affect the earth. And, and then I look at America and see that, I, I don't know how to say this, but some of the things that have been done over the last year have really positioned us to come into our true identity for the next season. Mm-hmm. And hell is raging over there. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's how I'm viewing all of this. This is how I'm looking at all of it. So 
uh, I don't know. I, I want to listen to this podcast because I know you will add a lot to it, and I want to encourage people too. So when you get it, please let us know so we can send it out. Okay, I will. It. And I want to just because add. Because I want to see. I want to see how you press us forward mm-hmm. into what is ahead. And I do think by August we have a new voice in this land. I think God's people are speaking in a new way. Let me just add before you you go that uh, you you did literally say, I believe, in January that a massive plague-like invasion yep. would test us through Passover. So, well, you know, I'm like everybody else. God said it in August, and I I would allude to it, but you know, okay. I don't, I'm not a doomsday prophet, no, and I and I I, no. I don't want to be that, and. <clears throat> By January, I was getting more confident with what I was seeing, so mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it. And I want to say this to you. You have to remember the first month is April. It, the first month is Passover, begins the first month. Mm-hmm. We are actually beginning that tonight, I think. Mm. Isn't that right, Brian? Yeah, we're beginning Passover tonight. Wow. I mean, the Passover month begins tonight. Wow. So I want to encourage all of you, this is our time to push. Wow. Push in the spirit. This... And I your timing as always is, is perfect. Wow. On this podcast. So I want to encourage you just keep us moving and keep us praying. I love y'all dearly. Tell Cece I love her and, and everybody aligned with you out there. I just bless them, and thank God we'll be back out there with you before long. All right. Thank you, Chuck. So appreciate it. All right. Love you, Dutch. Love you, too. Wow. Let me just uh, make a few comments to wrap this up, summarize a few things that Chuck has said, and add some of my thoughts. I won't be long to, to do that, but I do feel like It'd be good to summarize some things and to make a few comments. Chuck said, this is the Passover that the economic system of the world gets realigned. That is such an amazing statement. And it's actually what happened at the first Passover when Israel came out of Egypt. And uh, Egypt was plundered and God's people took the spoils, and I'm not implying by this that, that God's going to take the money of poor people or nations around the world and give it to us. I'm just emphasizing, reemphasizing this economic restructuring that he said would happen, and it's, uh, it's going to be worldwide. He said that God is watching how the nations respond to what he is doing. I, I believe that He also said uh, how we respond as nations is how he will respond in stopping the destruction that's coming against uh, different nations. So whether or not a nation turns to the Lord in this time of crisis and, and, and submits to him and his dealings and his principles and his word uh, will determine how much he is allowed to do in redeeming God is not into judgment. God is into redemption. He takes no pleasure in the judgment of the wicked. Another way to say that is he doesn't like judgment. He doesn't like to do it. 
He doesn't like it when it happens. His heart is not to destroy. He is not the destroyer. His heart is always to redeem. And he's looking now, and I think this is a good word for for us individually. He is looking in this situation to see who will posture themselves in a way that will allow the redemption of the Lord into the situation in every way, economically, physically, uh, you know, any businesses, homes, families, how will we respond? Will we, will we draw near to him? Will we separate ourselves to him and say, Lord, I submit myself fully to you in this. Now use me and, and bring me forth in this in a way that would please you. The more that we do that individually and, and as nations, the more he is allowed to bring his uh, redemption, just as he did at the first Passover. He also, Chuck said, this Passover becomes the greatest, I can't believe he's, he, this is an amazing statement, becomes the greatest turning point in history for the next move of God. This Passover becomes the, the greatest turning point in history for the next move of God. And I believe that. I believe this is in some way or another a launch point for the greatest outpouring, harvest of, of souls and outpouring of Holy Spirit in the history of the world. And he said the virus will start shifting after Passover. I believe that too. He said, and this he shifted just a little bit into his prophetic um, vision and understanding when God showed him what would happen with China over uh, several decades. He said that if we did not rise up in prayer in 2020, we being the church, they, China, would have complete economic domination in the world by 2026. He went so far as to say even America would look like China. And so I think as they overplay their hand, he, he alluded to this. He said, we can't be not so naive that we don't understand China's strategy in this. They're trying to gain an advantage economically. Uh, I don't want to get into a total conspiracy theory, but I'm not convinced that, that this has not been somewhat planned the release of this thing in order to begin to regain the economic strength that that they have been losing uh, over the last several months through some of the decisions our president has made and he said if we did if something didn't happen to stop that and we didn't pray they would basically take over the world economically by 2026. But he said, then we have a shot now to make America what it is supposed to be. And we are supposed to be the leader of the world. It's not because we want the most or need the most. He talked about exploitation and America is not trying to reorder its strength in order to exploit the nations. America is, is moving back into our role as, as a giver and as one who uh, the Lord uses to, to, to carry the, the gospel into all the nations of the world. And I would just say, you, you can love the nations, 
without being a globalist. That's, that's what God wants. God loves the nations. He raises up nations, but he's not into globalism. He's not into making us all one and think as one. And, and so America can be strong as a nation without being a part of globalism. And I think that's, that's what he's trying to do through President Trump. And I think through this situation, that's what he's trying to do. And I think he's trying to stop this march that China has been on to, to really take over the world as far as economic domination. He then said uh, two more things that I think are worth mentioning and emphasizing. He said about America that our true identity for the next season can now come forth. And I believe that. I believe this is about more than just recovery of health and finances. This is a recovery of identity. This is uh, a friend of mine had a dream recently. And in the dream, he saw uh, um, um, uh, the layers of the earth, like you see in an earthquake where the, the layers have shifted and there's a huge chasm. And down in the chasm, he saw a large uh, stone. But as it, as he looked at it, it, it was becoming a diamond. And then as he looked into it, as these two pressure, these plates were pressing against this huge stone, and it was huge, it wasn't like a rock, it was like the size of a big building. He could see that in the stone that was becoming a diamond from the pressure was the White House. He could see in the stone, in the diamond, the White House. And, and I think, I think two things. I think it represents literally what's happening with our president and with the nation. God is using the pressure to refine and bring the precious. I think Trump is going to go grow through this uh, into what, who God wants him to be as much as, as any time in his life. I think God's going to use this to impact him greatly and mature him in many ways. But I also think the White House represents America returning to our destiny, our, our purity, our, our, our diamondness, if I can coin a word to say that which we are supposed to reflect and, and, and shine forth into the nations, the, the love of God, the, the gospel, the salvation. I think what, what God raised up America for, we're about to recapture that in this next outpouring, this destiny as a, as a beacon and as a trumpet voice of the gospel and as a voice and strength for liberty around the world, that is coming. And then he said, by August, we will have a new voice in America. And I, I believe that. I believe that we will have a, a, we will have come through this process and be moving forward in a new strength and new purpose by August of this year. So I'm going to be listening to the Lord. I'm going to be asking him for strategy. Uh, I'm, I'm not uh, naive enough to think that that means that the warfare will have ended. Uh, he, he wanted to say hell is raging right now. And I agree because the shift that we are experiencing as a nation is, is very 
tormenting to the enemy. We've had 60, 70 years of evil momentum, of moving us away from our Christian roots and our destiny as a nation. And that is being interrupted in a significant way. And the enemy is angry, very, very angry. But so the warfare will continue. And especially in an election year, the warfare will, will continue. But God is not at the mercy of that. He is just going to keep using the prayers of the church to turn the nation back to him. And it will be an, a remnant of the church. But those of you, us, who are intercessors who pray, keep praying. Don't be distracted by this virus and just turn toward yourself personally. Keep your focus also on the nation and the nations. Keep calling forth awakening, revival, the purposes of God, the kingdom of God into the nation, his will, his kingdom will being done. Keep calling that forth. Pray for our president that what he needs to experience and understand will, will be given to him, that, that he has a, a, a significant, strong encounter with Holy Spirit that grips his heart and life and tr literally transforms him into a new person. I believe God is going to arrest President Trump in amazing ways to grab his heart and turn him into a passionate believer uh, and one who follows after God with all of his heart so that he can use him in this coming era. So keep praying that for him and keep praying for our nation. We're going to get through this and... Uh, and we're going to move fully into the purposes and destiny of God for this nation and the nations of the earth. The greatest era in church history is not behind us. It is in front of us. And so I bless you with that. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. I'll be processing all of this more and uh, sharing with you on a regular basis through these podcasts what, what God is saying. Thank you. Blessings.